Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Mmm. Hits the spot. Today is Tuesday, May 19th. I realized yesterday I never said what day it is, but I assume you guys can figure it out, right? <laughs> Lovely morning out here in the garden. Great barber. <clears throat> the uh, bluebird nestlings have hatched. I was sitting out here yesterday evening um, after the library Facebook Live event. And mom and dad were going back and forth feeding them. So I don't know if you can hear it when mom or dad comes nearby. The little birds start chirping. Always makes me happy that the bluebirds are flourishing here. They like their bluebird house that we have up for them. The clematis and the arbor is blooming. Might show you a picture of that today. That was the hummingbird. <laughs> it's nice to have our um, little gathering here. In the grape arbor. Now that we're starting to open things up more, I was considering having the writer's coffee folks see if they wanted to come and do coffee here in the grape arbor. And then we could still be outside and sort of socially distance. I don't know if Trent would want to do that since Trent likes to, to go work at the coffee shop. But I don't know how soon he'll be able to do that. So, I don't know, I was kind of turning over that idea. I was also considering having Megan and Charlie come over on, a, well, a week from today for release of uh, Fiery Crown, just to celebrate a bit. The Facebook Live event yesterday was fun with the library folks. Um... The librarian there at the Buchanan Library, I think Teresa, Teresa, I'm, I didn't retain her name very well. You know how you like see it on the, the screen with her avatar and, and, and I recognize her face, but I'm bad that way. At any rate, she was, um, she read questions off of the internet and so forth and posed them to me and it was, uh, it was a fun conversation. But I had a, a, I don't know if I want to call it an epiphany, but definitely um, a moment that really struck me in that she asked me at one point, and I think this question was from her because she had her own list of questions and then she would sometimes ask me curious questions as well. And then she would say, and this one is from such and so. So I th it was pretty clear to me when it was her or someone else. But she asked me, she said, did you ever dream that you would be so successful? And it took me aback because, you know, it's that perspective, right? It's that matter of perspective. Um did I ever dream I would be this successful? And it's funny because 
um, I'm not as successful as I want to be. And, you know, it makes me aware of, you know, what, what milestones are we looking at? What things are we measuring? And, and though I talk a whole lot about success being a relative thing, about, um, it being a measure of what, you know, what makes us individually happy and all of those things. Do you hear that? Those are the bluebird babies. <laughs> um, that there are many measures for success. And I do know that I am, even in the world of authors, more successful than many. You know, I, I look at someone like Sarah J. Moss, who writes something very similar to what I write, you know, and, and she's worth like $12 million or something. And I think I would like that level of success. <laughs> um, but it's, um, it, was, it was a good reminder for me that um, here is this library in Virginia with really excited readers, and the librarian had told me that they already had all of my books available on Overdrive there, and that she was ordering paper copies of all of them that she can for the library. And that is awesome. That's um, that's a really wonderful thing, and it's something that I really need to keep in perspective. And I'm doing the thing that I love. Um, I think I just keep you know coming back to that it would be nice if we were a little bit more financially secure, but I am working on that. The uh, Facebook ads class started yesterday, but I didn't have time to get to it. I did get 3,000 words written on The Lost Princess Returns. So, much rejoicing there. Um, yeah, so so that's that's underway. Um, unless it's longer than I think it's going to be. I know that uh, Laura Darnell was campaigning for it to be uh, longer than a novella, but I don't think there's that much story to tell. I could be wrong. I do want to tell it right, and so, but I think that'll only take me a couple of weeks to write, and then I can go back to Dark Wizard, Dark Wizard. Uh, so, I got that done, and then I went into town and dropped off my books at Beastly Books, gave them all of my signed books, so that's... Um, Gave them a couple boxes, and then yesterday a couple boxes arrived of my author copies. So that's cool. <laughs> Bluebird nestlings again. Mom and Dad just work nonstop. They're like this tag team. They just go back and forth. They're really good little hunters. I mean, I know that there's a lot of Miller moths and so forth out, but boy, they just ferry the the food into the nestlings there. And you could tell when they arrive because the little babies send up their chirps vying for 
for their shot at the food. <laughs> so, um, oh yeah, so I dropped off the books at Beastly Books, drove the jag into town with the convertible top down, so that was very pleasant, and um, but it's funny that there's still so few cars on the road. Um, it's even though things are opening up again, uh, especially around the historic plaza and um, you know the government buildings and so forth. There's just no traffic at all, and it's um, I don't know in. On the one hand, it's kind of nice because it's so easy to get places now. You know, there's just, you know, like almost no other cars on the road. And so, you know, you don't have to slow down or wait for much of anything. But um, um, it's also, I don't know, unsettling to see. It would be nice to, um, to feel the normalcy come back, and that's not going to happen for a long time especially here in santa fe where we are so very tourist driven and most of the tourist stuff has uh, been canceled santa fe opera canceled their season so they couldn't they were hoping to figure out a way that they could continue but um they just couldn't and abide by the health restrictions so it will be a um i think a long summer for many people, but we just continue to reprioritize and cherish the blessings that we have. So let's see, what else? I felt like, you know, Corrine messaged me yesterday, <laughs> now the Wren shows up, and asked me if she would like, uh, network effect the murder bot novel and i think i told her i thought she would and and i was maybe too hard on it yesterday i've been rereading the novellas and you know the the stuff that i really love that i was saying that i found emotionally satisfying it's all there in the novel it's just um, a slightly different structure and a little bit less intense and also Murderbot has moved beyond that initial arc. And so I still, I do recommend the book. I do think it's a very good book. And, and as uh, Karina asked if she said that her favorite is art and there is a lot of art in network effect. So she immediately said sold. So, um, yeah, I'm still reading, I think I'm reading Artificial Condition, <laughs> and I need to, to get these finished. Uh, Jesse Mahalik's Chaos Reigning is out today. If you haven't listened to my interview with her from last Friday, I'll link to it in the show notes. It's a very fun interview, and happy release day to you, Jesse. And let's see what else. I don't know that I have much else on my mind. 
we finished watching Bohemian Rhapsody last night for the second time. We'd started watching it Saturday night and only got partway through it and then had to, um, we weren't able to watch it Sunday night because we were talking with David's family. So we watched the last part of it last night. It's such a well-done movie. Um, I do kind of mind that they sort of changed up the band dynamics for dramatic effect that it's not um, exactly how things went down, but that's that's what they do in the movies, right? <laughs> well, the birds are busy this morning. So, yeah, I think I'm um, getting my head back into Ivariel's tale and into her story. On Friday morning, I'm going to interview Sonali Dev. Uh, so I probably need to read some of her book, too, before that. <laughs> I have a lot of reading assignments, and I'm not doing the reading assignments I'm supposed to be doing, which I suppose is always the case with reading assignments. Um, I should probably, well, I'm almost done with artificial condition. I'm at like 90% on that one. Um, the question remains of whether I will have to compulsively finish uh, the third novella and the beginning of the fourth. I should be disciplined and set them aside, right? <laughs> so... Well, I guess since I don't have much else to say, I will sign off and go get to work. I hope that you all have a wonderful Tuesday, and I will um, post a blog tomorrow. I have no idea what I'm going to say. Oh, I have to go finish an article for BookPage today. That's right. Um, it's This is kind of a long story, but BookPage asked me to do an article where I recommended either some other fantasy romances or my favorite enemies to lovers romances. And I just did, I think I mentioned to you all, this article for the Safwa blog on making good book recommendations. And I realized that I am not following my own advice in putting these books together. But one of my big pieces of advice is to make a big list that you can easily reference. And that's not the difficult part because then I gave a lot of advice on how to update your list and diversify your list so that you're deliberately including books from more recent times and from other kinds of groups than like your standard reading material. And so I was really feeling for this book page article like I needed to follow my own advice, except I feel like it's going to take me a while to do this list. Maybe I should go work on that this morning and see if I can put that list together. And um, yeah, you know, especially adding the more recent stuff. That's that's really the... And it's important for us to do. It's because otherwise we just start recommending stuff from forever ago. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it does take a conscious effort to keep including newer works. So I need to do that. You know, and we hang on to our favorites. When somebody asks you for your favorite, you tend to pick the things that are from like, you know, your your first whatever. So I have to decide. Either I'm going to try to make this list and really 
um, be conscientious about it, or I'm going to punt and go with my standards and try to do better in the future. Which will it be? We don't know. It remains to be seen. You all could lay bets if you were that invested, <laughs> which you likely are not. So I am going to go on my way. I hope you all, I already said this, but have a wonderful Tuesday. I will blog tomorrow. Um, oh, and one of the best things about today is that I have no scheduled things. I have things to do, but I don't have anything scheduled. So that makes me happy. All right. I will talk to you all on Thursday. First Cup of Coffee is part of the Frolic Media Podcast Network, and you can find more podcasts that you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. You all take care. Bye-bye.